I am so excited to be recording with my mom January today. She is my bestie girl and we're here in New York in the studio. It's such a fun day to be here with you, Jasmine. I'm so excited for this and I'm really curious to see what uh, what people have to, to ask us, what they want to know. Let's yes. see. Yes. So I think we're just going to go in order that the questions came in. The first one was, what was your mom's light? life like at your age and what advice would she give herself looking back at that age mm. which this one's so interesting to me because yeah. I always think about so I'm turning 23 in January and I always think about how you had me when you were 23 yeah so it's such a crazy age to think back to it's it feels like a, a full circle sort of thing to watch you develop into this this adulthood this stage of your adulthood and yeah, to recognize that you're the age that I was just about to give birth to you and such a such a different lifestyle of what I had versus what you're building. And um, I kind of live vicariously through you. Not kind of. I do live vicariously through you. And obviously, I would never take away the way that I chose to do it in my early 20s. But to watch you grow and to watch and see what you're creating is like so exciting for me because, yeah, it's like – my little baby. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, tell everyone more about what your life was like around that age. I feel like yeah. it's interesting to hear because you grew up so quickly Yeah, in more ways than just having me, of course. So yeah. I feel like it's such an interesting story. Yeah. So let's see. Let's go back. Um, I did. I moved out of my house when I was really young. I was 17. I graduated high school and I I moved out of Kelowna and I, I got an, um, excuse me, an apartment in the city in Vancouver and I got a bunch of jobs to enable that and I decided not to go to college because it was the thought of it was making me feel tied down mm-hmm. to kind of that lifestyle of going to school and I just – I wasn't there. So I decided to not go to college at that time and um, I got a bunch of jobs and quickly kind of progressed in those jobs but they weren't necessarily fulfilling. They were just to pay the bills so to speak. And then um, I went into makeup artistry and I, I became a makeup artist and and I did really well right away. I um, did a lot of fashion shows and I was just having a lot of fun. And then I met your dad and um, I kind of anticipated with my makeup going down to the States and, and doing makeup in LA. That was kind of my, um, I can't say plan because I hadn't taken too many action steps towards that, but it was my like short-term it, goal. Yeah, and of? in my sight. That's, yeah. what, that's how I saw myself doing makeup. Um, and then I met your dad and and life kind of t- took a turn just because we were kind of settling down in Vancouver and going to build a life there. So I, you know, kind of changed direction and I, I became an aromatherapist and went a little bit more in the health realm of things. Um, but I still kept my foot in makeup and I did fashion shows and weddings and stuff here and there. Um, and then I became an aromatherapist and then I <laughs> got pregnant with you, surprisingly. So we got engaged and I got pregnant and had you and life just took another different turn in such a beautiful mm-hmm. and great way. Um, so I did. I, I grew up really quickly. And so at this point, I'm just 20, uh, 23 when I had you. We bought a house, we renovated, all of that. And then <laughs> I, I opened up an aromatherapy practice, my own office. Mm-hmm. And I was custom blending for massage therapists. And I did my own massage work and consulting work in there. And then right around the corner in Steveston, this really cool, quaint little town. 
um, one of my clients said that the health food store was for sale. So I thought, oh, I'm, <laughs> I think I should probably buy that. Um, so I did. So then I had these two small businesses and, um, and, a, and a little toddler. You were one when I bought um, the store. Yeah, it feels like I grew up in the store. You did. More you than did. I toilet trained you in there. <laughs> yeah. You had your little corner with, with toys and a little ride truck that you'd ride around <laughs> the aisles. And I was so young and trying to kind of wear a lot of hats. I was mm-hmm. wearing my mom hat and I was wearing my businesswoman hat and I was wearing my health professional hat and mm-hmm. I was wearing wife hat and all of these hats. Meanwhile, I'm only 20, 24 at that point. Mm-hmm. And so you <laughs> you were so cute, although it annoyed me at the time because <laughs> I was so young and immature, really. Yeah. But you were adorable and all of my customers in the store loved you, but you'd come around the counter at the cash register while I was trying to ring people out. And sometimes I was quite busy. I mean, I had yeah. staff, but... In a small business, the majority of your customers want to deal with the owner. Yeah. And so, you know, I I would get busy and you'd come around the cash register while I was trying to ring in and you wanted to be the salesperson. So you'd stand (laughs) on your little stool and I'd let you ring things in and I'd try to be so patient, but I was like, oh my God, I'm trying to be mom and businesswoman. And it was just, it was really funny. Looking back, I think it's the sweetest thing. But in the time, I was like, oh, my God, I need a nanny. (laughs) What is my life kind (laughs) of moment. Totally. (laughs) But you would play in the sink at a juice bar, and you'd play with, like, you know, carrot peels in the sink. And, I mean, it was real. (laughs) To think back, it was the sweetest, cutest thing. Yeah, I feel really blessed that I was able to keep you with me and not have to have a nanny, should I say. Mm -hmm. I was really lucky to to be able to have you with me in my store. Yeah. And um, did you feel when you were – like let's say in high school, did you feel old beyond your years or did that just kind of come later? Because I know I always felt yeah. like I since I was, I don't even know, eight, yeah. I yeah. wanted to be 20. <laughs> it's true. It's absolutely true. So, so yeah. I don't know if you felt that way too or if it just kind of happened for you. No, later. I did. And it's actually even more funny because um, I was young for my grade. And so to to be a year younger than my peers, but then also feel, I can't even, I mean, it's a sense of maturity, but it's not that I was mm-hmm. doing anything different than them. It was just that I always wanted to be doing things different than them. And I think you can relate to that of like, just not really fitting the kind of typical mold mm-hmm. of high school student. And I think that was partly not wanting – I kind of – my aim was to go to medical school throughout high school. And I so I kind of – yeah, I kind of set that up with the courses I took. Mm-hmm. That's strange that we both wanted that and then went a completely different direction. Isn't it funny? I, the, well, that's yeah. another thing. When I say full circle watching you, like not only your life to see how you've developed, but the similarities is mm-hmm. really because I mean it's not like I instilled that. No, it just of kind of yeah. You know, it's really yeah. It's cool to watch. So yeah. yes, I always did feel um, different than mm-hmm. my peers, and I always wanted different things for sure. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. The next one is what did you think Jasmine would do when she grew up when she was younger? Oh wow. Which I guess there are a lot of different. It's hard to say because it there's so many different phases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I knew, well, so I thought you would be a teacher, a, oh, a teaching that. something. I didn't yeah. necessarily, it wasn't necessarily just a grade school teacher. Um, but when you were little, little, you, 
you would always play teacher or librarian, where you were always like teaching someone something. So even if you were a librarian, you were teaching them how to find a book. I mean, mm -hmm. the someone was like your dolls and your stuffies and your little sisters, but you were always, yeah, you were wanting to show them how to do something. And then when you um, developed your love for horses, it was teaching people how to ride horses. Yeah. And so you were, there was a real teacher vibe for you. Mm -hmm. Almost mentor too, I can feel. Um, and then, and then I, it kind of switched and I felt like it was going to be something a little more creative, a little more artistic even. Which is so interesting because if people ask if I'm creative, I don't say no, but I'm kind of like, oh, not really. And like when they ask about me being fashion design, I'm always like, no, no, no. I'm on like the way the business side. Yeah. But but when I think about if I'm having a rough day where I don't really feel like working, the type of work I want to do is definitely the creative components mm -hmm. of my work. So Yeah. Well, and the overall arc of your work is creative. Yeah, yeah. And even, you know, when you were taking photography classes and there was always mm -hmm. like a, there yeah. was something there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I always thought it would be, um, I think I always pictured something a little more hands-on creative is what I pictured. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, in the last handful of years, probably once you move back down to Vancouver, back up to Vancouver, it's funny that I said down, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? I think I pictured something in a business sense. I pictured yeah. you much more in a professional setting. Mm -hmm. So I, that was a very long-winded answer of it kind of morphed yeah. through your life. Yeah. Yeah, which I, I feel like is for most people. But I honestly, I think the career you're building right now is kind it of aspects blends. of all of those things. Yeah. So so I was right. Yeah. <laughs> you got that one. Yeah. Uh, another one was, what are your astrological signs? Just oh, a bit more of a light funny. one. <laughs> that's funny. Well, you go ahead. You go ahead. I'm an Aquarius. Um, I, yeah, I probably have, I have most of the Aquarius traits, I would say. Yeah. Very yeah, I think so. Aquarius. So we're both born in January. Um, so I turned 23 and exactly two weeks later I had Jasmine and, um, I'm a Capricorn actually. And then you got you were born in the Aquarius sign. Yeah. Um, and people are actually often surprised to hear yeah, I'm Capricorn. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't think that yeah. – it's not that Capricorn doesn't suit you, but I think those really obvious traits yeah. are not – you don't come to mind when I think of those or vice versa. Yeah, I think people have a bit funny connotation to, towards Capricorns that they're kind of hard asses. Yeah, and they think they're obsessed with working <laughs> and <laughs> – it, yeah. Yeah, and not ne necessarily a kind of a quirky artistic person necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I guess we didn't really give that much background on you. Like oh. what you like your current you, I guess. Because we talked about the path of you know, makeup artist, health and wellness, and I feel like now you kind of still work in all of those realms, but in different ways, too. Yeah, yeah. So. And it's still, all of this thing still interests me so much that I still like learning about all of those things. And now, mm -hmm. um, after staying home with you and your sisters for that many years, now I feel like I have this really great opportunity to kind of um, learn all the things that I didn't feel warranted my time when I was younger, mm -hmm. which is you know, really sad when I think about it. But, you know, I was in the, even in high school when I was taking all the science classes and thought I was going towards the, the doctor direction. Mm -hmm. I didn't take the art classes that I wanted to take because they felt frivolous in a way. Yeah. So now I'm I'm kind of dabbling in art and seeing what I like and, and um, learning how to make pottery. And I've done some leather work classes and working with my hands really is, it, it's, um, 
It feels good. Yeah. 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 I think also like some like a lesson I've taken from that is that you can always I don't want to say change past, but like do what you want when you want. It doesn't have to be this timeline of mm-hmm. like, oh, I my life went in this direction. Now I just keep going in this direction my right. whole life. Right. I think it's good to have role models who show that so clearly. Thank so, you. Well, and incorporate that. it too, right? I think you can incorporate. I think people kind of forget or, or don't recognize that you can incorporate a lot of different aspects of your self and your knowledge and your um, abilities in into a career or into a lifestyle or whatever it is. It doesn't have to be kind of so black and white. I think a lot of people look yeah. at it as needing to be black or white. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, what was – oh, sorry, wrong one. Biggest piece of advice you give your kids? I think of don't slam doors. <laughs> Well, that, was, that was just a rule. I don't know if that's advice. Yeah, I guess that's, the only, that's the only rule I had growing up was not to slam the doors. <laughs> well, and don't lie. That's a big one. Don't lie and don't slam yeah, the doors. Yeah, those are the, the two. That, those are the golden rules yeah, as long as you it. don't break those. That's it. And be kind and then everything will be fine in our house. Um, biggest piece of advice I give my kids, um, I hope it comes through. I don't know if I necessarily say it in exact words, but I think my biggest thing would be – to just be yourself and do what mm-hmm. you enjoy doing and don't kind of get so swayed by what you think others expect of you, even if it's your parents. Like don't mm-hmm. do not do – try to live up to the status quo and just do you. Like that mm-hmm. – I think that's it really. When you were starting, I was kind of thinking, okay, what is she going to say? <laughs> and I thought you were going to say live your truth, which yeah, is yeah, the yeah. same exact thing. You just so. say it much more articulately. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I think yeah. I think that's it. Like that's it. That and be yeah. kind and don't lie and don't slam doors. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all you need in life. Yeah. Um, do you see a lot of similarities between the two of you? Hmm. I definitely do. I, th- I think we're I think so yes different and, no. and we're so similar. Yeah. yeah, I think yes and no for sure. Um similarities when we were t- when I was 23 and well, 22 turning 23, not a lot of similarities. Oh, except ambition. We both had a lot yeah. a lot of ambition. Um, yeah, and naturally too, because I know it's not like you pressured me to follow any sort of life trajectory or mm-hmm. like you need to be successful. There was not really ever that that narrative, mm-hmm. but just naturally, I felt really drawn to to work. I guess yeah. I, I have a lot of yeah excitement about the idea of work, and I f- it's I feel like you had that too, even though I didn't Definitely. know you then. That was part, and I think you had this too, is that that sense of maturity. Like when mm-hmm. I was a very young girl, I wanted to work to feel mature and yeah. grown up and independent and all of those things. And that was always my drive when mm-hmm. I was working was just to feel – it was a confidence for me, actually. It was a real sense yeah. of confidence, yeah. Yeah. Um, and similarities now, I mean – I think we have tons. <laughs> yeah. No. No, we're like the same person. Yeah, I was actually worried on this to come into this interview just that we would just giggle the entire time. <laughs> the entire time. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we can just talk and talk and talk. Oh, like my we God. stayed up talking. Well, even last night we were, we're up until two thirty AM just <laughs> talking. I think we sat down and started talking at ten. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. But I think similarities. I didn't think about any of these like I usually would before this, but um, I think with the way we think about things is really similar. Like 
a lot of times if I want to ask your opinion on a situation that I'm dealing with, mm. what I've already th- kind of thought through about that situation is something that you'll bring up as well. Like I feel yeah. like we view the world c- kind of similarly, which I don't think is necessarily just a family thing. Like No. Yeah. No, so. I yeah, I I agree with you. And I think that's developed more and more in these last few years as, mm-hmm. as we've both grown in these directions. Um, yeah, I, I would think that's our biggest similarity. I was trying to think of a massive difference and I can't say as I can come up with one that really, I mean, obviously we're different just like in I think age, I'm, but. I would say I'm more rigid. Like you like yes. to really flow with things. Even today, <laughs> I, before we came in to record, it's 4 p.m. It's not that early. And I was like, <laughs> oh, look, what do you feel like for dinner? And I just saw this look of pure hatred coming back towards <laughs> me. And I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> don't, don't fret. We don't have to think about dinner. Don't panic. So, so I think, and if you're into like divine feminine and mass and sacred masculine, think like my mom is more in her feminine. I tend to be more in my masculine just in terms of rigidity of plans, which I've, I think it's interesting though, because I've tried to be less of a planner and mm-hmm. go with the flow more. And you've kind of tried to start planning more. That's true, so yeah. I actually feel like probably in a year, that won't even be a difference. Cause I feel like we'll be more of more both balanced individuals. Whereas I feel like I was so far on one side and you were so far on the other, but it's like we're inching closer and closer to that that balanced place between the two. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think you hit the nail on the head and let's hope for both of us. <laughs> I think I've gotten much better and I think you, you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's important to have that balance, to be able to go with the flow if things do change and not freak out that it you know, has gone against the schedule you had planned. and mm-hmm. um, But there's also the, well, you need some form of structure or else you're just going to be floating around in the world. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I actually attribute that to you. You really helped me kind of make a list and and strive in a different way. T- and and it it goes along with plans and goals. And, yeah. That makes me happy. So thank you. You're <laughs> um, You raised me and I taught you one yeah. thing about planning. Yeah. So. You're welcome. <laughs> um, this one's not in order, but I feel like this kind of goes along with what we were just talking about of have you always been close? Mm-hmm. And this, this is, is so interesting to think about because I feel like when we were young, when we were young, <laughs> when we were young, we were really close, especially I think because when did you separate from dad? When I was like two? Yeah, three. three, yeah, three. And then you met my stepdad shortly after. Mm-hmm. And, but because... And my stepdad lived in New York at the time, and we lived in Vancouver. And so it felt like me and you. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, I like, felt like we were close in a different way yeah. than a lot of mothers and daughters when I was really young. And then in my high school, well, I would say middle school and high school years, we were way more distant. Mm-hmm. I was a super brat. <laughs> I'm, like, thinking – I don't know why this is coming to mind right now, but I'm thinking of – I started having tons of horse shows – in high school and oh my god I i'd have to be say. there oh god i'd have to be th- well i'm thinking of two things now but i'd have to be there at like 4 a.m for these horse shows on the weekends and i had um lessons on numerous weekdays and it was it was a big ordeal like in a lot of ways well because you there were was, an only child either yeah no, yeah oh yeah I have, <laughs> I have four i have, I have three sisters we didn't yeah. mention that yeah three younger sisters um but yeah, so anyways, so it was a big ordeal in so many ways. And I 
was like wanting to do more. I, th- I don't mm-hmm. know if it was at that point I wanted a, a lease horse or what the deal was, but I wanted more. And you always my wanted mom- more. <laughs> Maybe that will make me good at business. Yes, absolutely. That's it. Um, yeah, it was the worst. I'd make my parents' PowerPoint presentations mm-hmm. on what I wanted. In that very moment. well done PowerPoint presentation. They were, I mean, they were full blown pitch decks. <laughs> I was on it. <laughs> you deserve an award, honestly. <laughs> I wish I still had those. Perseverance, Jasmine. Yeah. You've got that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so. Uh, whatever I wanted, I didn't get it. And I ignored my mom for, I don't even, it was weeks. It was definitely weeks. Definitely weeks. Like not a word. Mm -hmm. And then she made dinner one night. I was carrying my plate of dinner to the table. I'm not talking to her, of course. I'm walking over to the table silently and I dropped my plate and the plate shattered. All the food went everywhere. And my mom just came over and started cleaning it up. Even like even though neither of us said anything to each other, and I don't know why that was such a big moment for me, but I I remember I just felt so bad. I was oh. like, oh my, my mom's so nice, and I almost started crying, but I was too stubborn. So I was like, I'll start talking to her again, but I'm gonna cry alone later about this, and not let her know that this caused me some sadness that I was so mean. That's so, amazing because I didn't know that part. Well, that was my goal. Oh my god, I completely. I don't know how I remember that too, with all of the you know chaos that happened in those years, but. I completely remember that, and I just remember thinking of it as a, like a metaphor. Like the shattered yeah. plate to me was like, okay, we're done now. Like this yeah. is oh, it. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're done. Huh. This is, not, not you and I relationship. No, no, like, no, this, like that. This phase. Yes, <laughs> that this little silent treatment is done now. Yeah, which is so funny because I'm not even a silent treatment person. I've never, other than that, I've never ignored someone because I was upset with them. I'm more of like a talk, talk it out kind yeah. of person. I think you're just so trying really a weird. new tactic. <laughs> Will I get a pony? Oh my God. This makes you sound like so much more of a brat than you actually were. You really weren't that bad. bad. No, that was like a very short stint. I think the actual real personality trait in that Mm -hmm. for you is that you really wanted it. And it it still sounds bratty. It wasn't from a greedy place and like, I want a pony. Get me the (laughs) pony. It was like you saw what your life could be. With mm-hmm. training a horse and and all that went along with it and all that you could learn and all that you could t- teach the horse. Like, it's yeah. the same personality trait that was in it. So you were so disappointed in that aspect. I mean, mm-hmm. you also just wanted to be able to say you had a horse, too. I know that was part of it. but <laughs> No, but it was bigger because it wasn't yeah. like I wanted a show pony. No, 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 I wanted no. a rescue horse yeah, that you I wanted could to save. Help. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a little different. But, yeah, so anyways, <laughs> we we had our moment. I mean, I think all family members, all relationships of – 23 years have their moments so um to be expected but yeah we've definitely gotten closer than ever before I think even when I first moved to Vancouver we didn't talk that much whereas now I I would say I don't know in the last two years three years yeah the last probably three years right it's developed more and more and more and I think that's just maturity too and um I just I think I've softened up so much too. Mm-hmm. Like, We've not both just changed, yeah. and yeah. it's like the same thing we were saying before of like inching closer in the right direction yeah. or the same direction. It feels like in so many ways we've just become—I don't want to say more similar, but more aligned. Yeah, like we even just energetically, absolutely, just vibe with each other more. <laughs> um, and lessons that we've taught each other. I guess we've kind of talked about this a bit, but. 
Um, I would say biggest lesson you've taught me, and I think this one has come through recently, is not being afraid to shake up your life. Like if your life feels stable, but you don't necessarily love what you're doing, to just be brave enough to make a change, even mm-hmm. if that l- causes you to lose stability temporarily. Mm-hmm. I, think I think that's, that's I think that's a huge one. I hope that all of my kids learn that because I think mm-hmm. that's a big one. And I think it's I think it's life. Like that is life. You have to shake it up. Mm-hmm. Um some of the lessons you've taught me, I actually feel like you've taught me more than you than I've taught you. No. Um I really think it is being okay with with what you want and mm. and not questioning it so much. I think I had a real habit of constantly questioning what I truly wanted, even if it was the type of job or, I mean, right down to the type of car. And I think it was because I was constantly trying to fit in. I always felt, you know, a little out of place in Connecticut. Which is so interesting because the biggest thing you wanted to teach us was to do our own thing. That's probably why is because I didn't want you to feel the way I felt, I think. But, Mm. you know, it's hard to take your own advice sometimes. But I think... Now that I have been taking that advice a lot more, I do really recognize the difference in feeling how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just watching how you've grown through that process of just being yourself and and doing you, like how I, you know, encouraged you to do, mm-hmm. to be able to witness it in such a way. And I'm sure there's a, an aspect of it is that because you are the age of when I had you. Mm-hmm. I have a real deep sense of reflection in watching how you do that. I think because it's such a – you can go back to your life yeah. more easily at that point because it was a significant cha- period of change, I guess. Yeah. Whereas, like, to think back – like, if I was to be like, okay, let me think back to one of my sister's ages, it all blends together. It's yes. harder to define exactly how you were at a certain age. Yeah, I agree. So that's been really influential to be able to watch you do mm-hmm. that and then – yeah, let myself be okay with the same things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay. Yay. It's kind of cool how, like, parenting your kids parents yourself. Oh, my gosh. And I think always, but in particular when you have your children young, like I did when I was when I had mm-hmm. you. Um, I mean, yeah, I was basically growing up while you were growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, <laughs> I, think it, I think I was one of the lucky ones because it can go, yeah. you know, many different ways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I just, you know, you were always a good kid, so it was good. <laughs> I feel like we're all, yeah, you got lucky with all of your I kids. really did. I really did. Actually, when people hear that I have four daughters, their instant reaction, which I actually which find kind of rude. It's kind of insulting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a little offensive. I like where we both know what you're about yeah, to say. We're like already I, doing commentary on what you haven't said. Right, yet. but it's every time. I mean, you've probably witnessed yeah, it a hundred times, times in your life. So I'll say, oh, I have four daughters. They'll be like, oh, my God. Like, it's almost repulsive to them to think about what a house with four daughters would be like. And it's always like, oh, do they fight? How is the bathroom situation getting ready in the morning? Exactly. And I just find that so kind of sad that females and maybe teenage girls in particular have such a bad rep. Because honest to God, I mean, obviously you guys all had your moments and are still having them, but there was none of the, you know, kind of stereotypical cattiness and screaming at each other and all that. So I really do feel... Um, very grateful for the for the daughters I have. I'm just yeah, 
Well, we wouldn't be this way without you. So. Aw, thank you. You're welcome. This one is way different topic. Oh, okay. Who is higher maintenance? Oh. <laughs> I think it's so funny that someone asked this. <laughs> oh, well, I know my answer. Is your answer the same as mine? Oh, I feel like we are in different ways. I yeah. don't know. I mean, if I just look at us from a bird's eye view, <laughs> I guess I would say me. <laughs> but but I don't I, – I do think it's in different ways. Like, yeah. I feel like – if I think about your ways that you're high maintenance, I think with like health food and stuff, mm-hmm. like I'm definitely very health conscious. But if I knew something was like lower quality, I'd be like, oh, I'll just eat it right now. Yeah. Whereas I feel like you would like choose to not, not make that sacrifice. Yeah. Um, and I feel like you're more picky about um, like – I want to say like hotels, but I guess like sleeping situations. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like Because I don't sleep well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That's – you're very, you're very, very right there. Yeah. Actually, that's so funny because I don't necessarily think of myself as high maintenance until I'm put on the spot like this and I realize in all the ways that I would be classified as high maintenance. Mm-hmm. Um I'm very sensitive, Jasmine. I need a good pillow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and you're like – I think – I don't, now I'm making it all like PC, but I feel like there you like I feel like sometimes people think people are high maintenance, but you can appreciate nice things and that doesn't make you high maintenance, or you can care about the things you put in your body and that doesn't make you high maintenance. So I think it's also kind of yeah a funny thing that way too. But I guess I don't know why I'm struggling to think of ways I'm high maintenance. Oh my god, are you actually? Yeah. Oh, so do you want me to listen? (laughs) Okay, go for it. No, I don't think you're actually kind of again. I think people think I am more than I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way more, but but go ahead. I think it's because how you. Oh, this might sound backwards, but how you present yourself so Mm. put together and well spoken and well dressed that I think there's an assumption that you must you know that must be all you think about is you know getting ready or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, Whereas I think it's pride. Like, I just think you're a very proud, confident person. And so when you put on clothes, you put them on intentionally. And Mm -hmm. whereas I'm a little bit more lazy and I kind of just throw on something that's comfy. (laughs) But again... Beautiful, comfy. Beautiful, comfy. Let's say beautiful, comfy. But again, that that's something that inspires me about you is that I love that about you. And I aim to do that a little more. Um, and I think, again, it was my not wanting to admit that I was high maintenance and not mm-hmm. wanting to admit that I really did actually like wearing nice clothes. And I think for me, it kind of rolled into the trying to fit into my surrounding situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, yeah, I don't think either of us are kind of that, again, that stereotypical high, yeah. high maintenance. I think we just have these areas that we're emphatic about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You only listed one. I only listed one? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking, I feel like, I don't know why I can't think of it. If I'm honest, which is actually kind of surprising, I think you were more high maintenance a couple of years ago before you kind of got a little more grounded and a little more open and actually probably a little more honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. I think you had a different pretense about yourself. And again, it's partly maturity and partly just growing and learning and all of that. But I think you were high maintenance in a different way. Yeah, I agree with you actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I think actually probably I was too in a different Mm -hmm. way. Yeah. I think that's why I'm having a hard time thinking of things because I'm thinking of things that I used to be high maintenance about. 
And now I'm like, well, I'm not really now. Yeah. I think also feeling like my life aligns more with who I feel like I am inside causes me to be less outwardly high maintenance, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, actually, that's probably So it just exactly feels it. like I'm just living my truth and then, the, then that's that. That's just it. It's just, yeah. it, there's no like, I, I don't know, it doesn't Pretense. feel. Yeah. 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 So I think that's part of it too. Um, most fun memory together. This is hard for me to think of. Like, that's fun for me to think of, but I... I can't think of like one specific moment because I feel like we're always just like yeah. giggling and having fun. Like That's today just gonna say, in yeah. the gallery, <laughs> we're taking pictures of us where like our eyes were blown up like bugs <laughs> and literally laughing on the gallery floor. Maybe I shouldn't say that. I know. <laughs> laughing oh on the gallery God. floor. So like I feel like we're always having moments like that where it's not necessarily yeah. things that I like. I'm like, oh, five years ago when we did that. It's more like all these small moments. I agree with you. So I was going to say, I don't think we had <clears throat> kind of an spectacular you know trips or spectacular days where you can pinpoint yeah. this like incredible time it's more like just the silly four-hour facetimes that we'll have yeah. where we'll say oh my god we said goodbye to each other like two and a half hours ago yeah. like i still haven't used the bathroom i still haven't gone to go eat and it's just kind of this lightness and silliness that we have often those mm-hmm. moments that we have often would yeah. be my favorites it's i don't have like a kind of storybook one. Yeah. No. Yeah. I I mean, I loved our trip to LA because it felt like an extended version of one of our FaceTimes in a way. Mm -hmm. We went during like when, like things were pretty locked down, but starting to open back up. Yes. And, um, it was a year ago. I think it was like last November. Yeah, it was. Was I've been getting the, um, you know, the notifications of the memories. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, and so, yeah, it kind of felt like that energy, but for multiple days together. And it was mm-hmm. the first time that we – it made me really excited to travel together in the future because in the past – well, we'd be traveling, like, with our whole family, mm-hmm. which is a different dynamic in general. But I felt like in the past, it was, like, that thing we were talking about before where you were way not a planner and I was super plan-oriented. And it felt like we were kind of constantly butting heads on a trip, whereas this trip to L.A., it was, like – when we would go with the flow, I'd feel fine with it. And when we would make a plan, you would feel fine with it. So it made me excited to travel more together. Yeah, I concur. I Absolutely. And I think a big part of the dynamic is that we both had kind of softened up our edges. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it that might have been our first trip together with just you and I that wasn't in any way family oriented. So, yeah, you know, true. we would have trips together where I would take you to go see your dad in Vancouver from New York, or I'd bring you back to New York or something like that. So we'd have these one-on-one times, but there was always kind of an element that wasn't necessarily just for fun yeah. or, or something like that. So I think our LA trip was our first time of being these kind of adult women going to do something yeah. fun, right? Yeah. 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 It yeah. is fun. And there's just a whole different energy, I think, because even if, I mean, on that trip, it was still, everyone was kind of keeping to themselves. But in general, like, I feel like when we are out in the world together now, people view us more as friends <laughs> as opposed to a mother-daughter duo. Yeah. And so, like, the dynamic between us and other people is also different, which is really fun, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited yeah. for you to come visit me in Vancouver. I'm soon. so excited. We've talked about this before, but I'm always really curious to 
know what people think our relationship is because we really don't look alike. We joke about (laughs) the people thinking one of us is the other's assistant because there's something about our dynamic where I think people think we're we're work yes work related and somehow like coworkers. But doesn't I don't think it seems like coworkers people. It's like this. I don't want to sound like one of us is doting on the other. It's more just like the the age, but then how we interact. Like we're really close. Yeah. So that people could tell that. I don't know. We get a lot of like looks of people trying it's to true. figure out what our deal is. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's, it's maybe because it, we're laughing on the ground. It's going to be part of it. It amuses me when I see people trying to figure us out. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's cute. Yeah. I like it. Let's keep them guessing, Jasmine. Yes. I always like that. <laughs> a little touch of mystery. Um, hmm. What was Jasmine like as a little girl? Oh, my God. She was, honest to God, the cutest. Like, honestly, the cutest. But personality-wise, she was really sweet and so kind, um, especially with animals. And she just always had this light. Actually, people used to st- stop me constantly, um, partly to tell me how beautiful you were with your blue eyes were always shining. But there was something else that people couldn't name, and it was your light. You were just like this really shiny little girl that was just radiating. And it's not that you were always grinning or anything like that. You just were this bright little light. And um, yeah, you drew a lot of attention. Um, (laughs) And personality-wise, you were just always giving and so helpful. And (laughs) it's partly at my store. You would want to like be helping. You'd go over to the customers and say, how can I help you? (laughs) You didn't know what they needed. Um, So yeah, very, very helpful Um, and inquisitive. You always were wanting to know how things worked and what they were for. And you know, you were really curious mm-hmm. um, and willing too. Like even when you were little and, you know, the grass needed cutting, like you wanted to be, you wanted to do it. You wanted to yeah. be part of it. And, you know, when your dad needed cars washed at the car lot, like you wanted to be washing them. Like you really mm. wanted to be part of everything and working again, right? Yeah. You're, like you're a, you're a worker, you're a doer for mm-hmm. sure. And I think you always were. Um, yeah. And just um, – always um, grateful. You were always grateful. I was going to say you were always looking on the bright side, but that's not totally true. It was more, you'd be like, well, at least I got to, you know, wash one car. Like you were just, so it's a real, you had a a strong sense of gratitude innately. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, you're sweet. I miss you. Yeah, you're really sweet. I I mean, I love you now, but you're just – I wish I could just pick you up and snuggle you. You were so cute. Aw. Of course, now you tower over me, so (laughs) you'll have to snuggle me. Yeah. My tiny little mom. Um, The last one is how has your mom influenced you to get where you are today, which I think a lot of that has kind of already been touched on in terms of the being brave enough to – do your own thing, forge your own path, um, shake things up if they're not working for you. Um, I would also say, like, the support you've given me along the way has been the way that I receive support well, if that makes sense. Like, people give advice in different ways, they support people in different ways, but the way in which you support me, I feel, I guess, the most supported by. Mm. Um, and also to not, like, get stagnant, which 
maybe sounds weird because I know you've said that I inspired you to not be stagnant, yeah. but I think you talking about periods where you felt stagnant mm-hmm. has, I guess maybe because they like seemed more extreme than mine when mm-hmm. you told me about them, made me more quick to be like wanting to get out of those periods to not go deeper into them, I guess. Yeah. So all of those things, which I guess are all kind of like the do you and keep doing it mm-hmm. is basically the big mm-hmm. picture. Yeah. I lo- oh, thank you. That makes me so happy because I do try to be honest, like when I'm struggling or when I'm doing well or things I changed that worked for me, I like sharing those things with with you and and hope that they, you can benefit from hearing them. Um, and it actually helps me, like how you said, parenting, you parent yourself, it really, mm-hmm. you know, it helps. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, that's... Thank you. That was my little gift today. Thank you. Aww, you're welcome. My banana bread loaf for you wasn't your gift? No, that was really not very good. <laughs> like gluten-free. Yeah. Well, anyways, I guess that's all the questions, unless you have anything else to add. No, that's it. I just, I hope, um, this was really fun, and I, I hope the rest of your guests have as much fun as I do on this oh. podcast, because it's, um, it's nice to sit here with you and just kind of have... A conversation like this is great. Yeah, 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 it is so fun. I have so much fun doing it. It's, I was saying, like, I have a hard time having hobbies. Yeah. And I think of this as, like, my first hobby that I'm not forcing myself to do, I guess. Like, mm. horseback riding, there's always, like, a, a sport component of it, less of a hobby, like a yeah. goals and competing with it. Whereas this, it's kind of like I, I enjoy it. So it's so it's so nice. So. Yeah. yeah, you're lucky. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to go eat some ramen now. So yeah. that's exciting. Yes. So thank you so much. I hope you have a good Monday. And I'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.